Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This week on the we talk our scum. Good one. Oh, we had a bit of a brain freeze there. Did like two oh. old women battling with... The new smartphone. This recorder is the bane of our life, Emma. I know. We need to just get someone to press the record button. <laughs> it's too much. Too much. How are you, love? I'm grand. I'm good. Um, Come on. We need more energy at the top of the podcast, Emma. <laughs> I'm grand. I'm good. My therapist said it won't be long. I've now. been worse. Um, Can't complain. Have any news for you? Paid my tax and insurance for my car. Up to ninety, up to ninety, up to ninety with Emma and Julie. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about the real shit. Azealia Banks. Did you see her this week calling Irish women ugly? Did she call one Irish woman or all of us? No, well, she was talking about the earlinger woman, she was just and then she just said all of us. Then she went on Instagram and kind of lost the run of herself, did she? I mean, I was kind of team Azania when she called one. I mean, I don't think calling one Irish woman ugly is calling all of us ugly in her defence. But I think but then in the same breath she did say then. Okay, because yeah. I didn't actually watch it. Okay, <laughs> and then. The thing of, didn't she say, um, don't you all have a famine to go die in? Yes. Like, she... Only we can joke about the famine. Too soon. Too, it is too soon. Because, you know, I do my joke about the English child stealing my potatoes kind of thing. It's like this whole uh, bit. Yeah. And then it's very hit and miss. Like, sometimes people laugh and then sometimes the older people look sad because they obviously remember the famine. Mm. I'm like, you're right. Like, it's too soon. It's always a tricky one, isn't it? Tricky one. Because we're in that kind of intergenerational period, like, where people still have memories of... A new, a new Ireland still hasn't fully... It hasn't fully transformed into what it's meant to be. Yeah. I did I did love that Azealia song, 212. I didn't realise she only had one album, ever. Really? And yeah, in like 2012. <sighs> she seems to be a bit of a mouthy bitch. Um, Says mouthy bitch 101. I love uh, it. You're going to tell the listener that I had a packet of Rolos that I shared with you and I gave you my last Rolo. 
Didn't I? Yeah, but to be fair, you had it most of the Rolos, so I don't but think it's the same. It's the last one that counts. It's basic numerics. Like if you have seven and you let Julie have two, it doesn't mean oh. you love me more. That's what I think of that. Now. Um, that's what I think of that. If you can hear any background noise, it's because we're in Emma's kitchen, so things are going well in the podcast, and we've moved from the car to the kitchen because it's I too just cold. couldn't do any Judy more podcasts like, in the it's car. Too cold. I'm sorry. And our friend Orla actually got in touch. She sent us a picture of Katie Price's um, Jeep. Her Barbie Jeep is on sale. Could be gone Emma. now. This is a few weeks ago. But um, I would. You she know how like, we feel about Katie podcast. Price. <laughs> Orla was like, oh, just for the podcast, you guys could. Brilliant. Oh, my God. So, brilliant. Orla, we're still waiting on the deets. Um, if you finalized the payment on that or what, but just let us know. I wonder what's the story like. Would we have to pay tax and be brought in into the country? Oh, I'd love us hanging in a Barbie Jeep, Emma. Yeah, it'd be good. Until and you know how we feel about Katie Price. But you know, I like think my, it'd, be, it'd be all good until you forget to fill it with petrol and lose the keys. My ultimate, my ultimate dream would be if like some of her makeup smears were on the seat and stuff like that would be life. That'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like just some foundation on the Bound steering wheel. Bit. Ah, yeah, because you're always applying a fake a, at a, a fake traffic eye. light. <laughs> yeah, fake Actually, my foundation completely went missing and I had to buy a new one. I have no idea where it went. And I was actually, I'd been at home for four days. So I don't know what's happening. I, thought, I, I actually did think Shane was looking well these days. <laughs> I, I mean, I did quite, I did. Something uh, creamy I in his beard, <laughs> but I didn't want to ask. Was that I the foundation? Aside, but I was trying to think, I was like, was I out somewhere in a bathroom when I was hammered? No, I but I wasn't. I did dry January. But I didn't do it fully. But, I mean, drinking at home doesn't count. So, um, that's pretty much all the drinking I do. But I was like, oh, I haven't been out in the toilet anywhere hammered. I don't know where it went. It was the boots one. It I had Mac, to laugh. It was boots. It was nice. I had to, number seven. Yeah, it was number seven. I yeah. just placed no value on number seven when they give the vouchers away for free. I'm just like, Jesus, you're giving the shit away. Oh, no. It was, it was good foundation, though. It was good foundation. Good, 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 good you know foundation. You know yourself when you find a good foundation. Now, the only Do thing I? Is, it you was s- it's a like a man, you spend your life searching for one. I have this kind of undercover whiskey nose. I put on my makeup and then two hours later I look back and my nose is starting to flake off. I don't know what's happening. But it's all the drinking and know, Mama. That's what it is. <laughs> I was going to say, it's funny speaking of makeup and before we get started. Yeah. Let's get it started. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Jesus, you send like some let's tr- let's drunk try. karaoke singer yeah. there trying to get trying um, to get everyone to As Fred said, I think, and he was trying to come to my defense. He's like, I was saying about how I couldn't sing, and he was saying, mm. I think just the thing with Julie is. So he's speaking about me like I wasn't there, even though I was there. Who was in the conversation? I forget who the person was, but it was somebody we weren't close to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like someone that you're like, please don't like you know out me in front of this person. But he was like, I think Julie hears a tone, like she hears a note in her head when she sings but that's not the note other people hear but he was like it's a genuine thing and he said like I should sing like in my that in my head it sounds wrong and then it'll sound right and I actually gave it a go he's like that's so much better so I need so what I did just there now that sounded like Jesus like just on point but I know it probably sounded horrific did it give me a blast of it again let's get it started <laughs> 
Just, just getting strong. Just, just so like to me, that sounds so like better than usual. Lauren Hill 101. It is in tune, like it's mad. It's funny about the makeup thing because the other men are so funny about the makeup because. The other day, you know the way I see Fred for about 10 minutes a week now because mm. he's doing this dancing with the stars competition. And he did come home um, to throw an ale wash on. He was with me all night in Thursday. That's mad. Days. Like, it's, do you know what I'm I mean? I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Funny. Um, anyway, so I... Um, Ooh, baby, baby. Uh, I think Some actually, mover, isn't he? Shane, Some are you mover. trying to say something? It's... Oh, sorry, he's a bit muffled because I'm sitting on his face. So anyway, um, yeah, now what was I going to say about Fred? Oh, yes, it was funny. So he came home, but like I was in my pajamas. But mm. you know what I mean? You know, when you have that really nice long hot shower. Oh, yeah. Put my pajamas on. But I always take ages to cleanse the face. You know, we do mm. the whole thing. Face cloth, all the rest, like, you know, cleanser, toner moisturizer blah 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 so i hadn't actually embarked upon my face so fred was like look at your face like i told you before you look so good without makeup like you look so much better without makeup now guys i'm just sorry i didn't have i don't have a visual for you guys i had full-on we're talking amy winehouse black eyeliner on and fred's like look at you no makeup i was like fred you just have these moments like what's wrong with you do you honestly think I have just naturally lined eyes. Oh, and like red, big red rosy cheeks and me, bronzer, <laughs> lip gloss, eyeshadow. Like oh, this was not natural makeup. This was Glam Tuesday 101 makeup. And he's like, look, you don't need a bit of... I mean, I did get a bit concerned. So are you doing that thing now where you and wake then up he in the just, middle of the night to put your, reapply your makeup then before he starts you make telling, yeah. Then he starts telling me he's just alone in the dark. Like, I'm like, okay, the, the sight is gone now, okay? Oh, um, I, yeah, no, I still be a bit... It's funny, you know, when you're, like, mood-wise, like, sometimes I would, if I'm on a bit of a low ebb, I am like, ugh, I just... I just don't want Fred to see me without the makeup. We're still not together. You know what I mean? Like, mm. obviously he sees me all the time without the makeup. But you know when you're feeling, like, disgusting in yourself? Yeah, do you know, I'll tell you. I'm just I'll like, tell oh, you a secret. must you come home and see me like this? I'll tell you a secret. Years ago, this is just between ourselves now. Years ago, I concocted, well, an argument so I wouldn't have to see my partner because I had a dirty spot in my chin. Oh, yeah. I'd well believe it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I'm just so angry. I can't see you right now. I don't know. The, the spot was angry. That's what it was. But you do. I think, though, you know, that's coming from a good place because what now? What, no, sorry. It's not coming from a good place. There's a negative element in that. Obviously, you should be secure enough to let people see you as you are. Yeah. But I do think there's something nice. I actually am a big believer in maintaining standards for your partner as well. Yeah, so I think can't you, just get a you did go. the right thing to sit at home in the fetal position, yeah. just rocking back and forth with Shane. <laughs> with a compact at mirror your hormonal in my hand, imbalance. Checking it every 20 seconds to see if it had gone down. And I had oh, to be. An angry spot to have a green head. Mm, no, I wouldn't tend to get those ones. I get more kind of lumps. Is it tumorous? What's going on? Does it need to be the removed? The lumps are hard to tackle because what can you do? There's no popping with a lump. No, and there's such a shine off them. 
Very hard. But I'm an expert. If you need help covering up something on your face, get in touch, listener. I There's nothing you. worse than when you have one, one of those experience. lumpy spots because you just suddenly have loads of extra face. Yeah, best thing to do is just absolutely go over the top of the eyes and the lips. Oh, That's all yeah. you can do, just isn't it? full on red lip just all across the teeth. Yeah. Or then just start writing letters on your face just to distract from... G-A-S. Do you remember that? <laughs> Fuck's sake. That was a low moment in all our lives. Hi, I'm Dark O'Shea. I'm Alama Jekadumi. And I'm Pater Kwevonik. And we are part of the Motherfucker team. Motherfucker's podcast of words. Irish. Irish words and words from Ireland. It comes every Friday on the Headstuff Podcast Network. So join us for an irreverent and sometimes insightful but always exciting look at the Irish language, Hiberno-English and all sorts of word games at play. Biggie Now, what are you going to talk to me about? Talking about Forrest Gump. Did you like the movie? Well, I, lo- I really enjoyed I the movie think... and then I started looking back at it and I was like, oh, I love the movie. I mean... Yeah, I do. I, I, I on, do. I do. No, I'm trying to think. I had this joke, but it's totally ruined by the fact that we're doing Forrest Gump now. So, I mean, the punchline is redundant. Mm-hmm. But I had this joke, which I never quite worked out about Tom Hanks. Um, yeah. I would always respect him for being in a seminal film about AIDS. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of course, it's not so funny from Jenny's point of view, really, is it? No. Well, even... She's I amazing mean, in that Mrs. She, Penn, Robin Wright Penn, yes, former Christopher Yes, she is amazing in it, actually. And actually, but you know, um, I watched uh, on YouTube some of their um, rehearsal scenes and casting scenes. So stuff that they filmed before they actually went and made the movie. No, I get it. Thank yeah. you. They'd cast the characters, but they were on YouTube. They were called casting scenes, but casting couch. No, but they were doing some of the scenes and some of the scenes were different or there was one and I was like, oh, I don't remember seeing that or whatever. But she completely sparkled. Tom Hanks was just like, oh, yeah, we're just doing this for shits and giggles or whatever. And he hadn't developed the Forrest Gump character at that point. So he was much more like animated uh, in, you know, his movements or whatever. And he just had his own voice. Mm -hmm. So he was speaking about the voice and the character and where did it come from and he said when they cast young forest he ended up hanging he out he was him. great yeah so he ended up was he actually out. disabled young forest no because remember the scene where he runs and the the calipers actually oh, come yeah, off yeah. they smash yeah. off but um no so he said that he started talking to this boy because the director had said to him so the director was robert zem e cuss I think mm-hmm. it's Z-E-M-E-C-K-I-S. Mm-hmm. Look, lads, I don't know. But he said, look, this isn't going to work because your voices are completely different. You're going to have to like teach that boy how to talk like you. And then Tom Hanks started talking to him and he was like, well, no, I think I need to start talking like him. So he and talked see, to him. And you see, this is Tom Hanks is the nicest man in pop. And he had such a great voice, the little boy. I'm pretty sure he was from Alabama and he just had this really thick accent. And he I said, love the slow pace, that yeah, drawl. I love that drawl. Graham Norton, he was talking about how his G's were like really long when he said like any G sounds. And he 
saying that he has hours of recordings of the boy speaking. And he obviously took them home and listened to them. And he was asking about his dad. That sounds out of context. <clears throat> I mean, could get you in trouble. recordings, just chatting to him and asking him what his dad did. And he's like, his dad made grease. And he's like, oh, is that a job? Like, what's... And he's like, yeah. He's like, what What would you do that? And he's like, put in lipsticks, makeups. Oh, this, brilliant. You know, just voice. Yeah. So he, I think basically he modeled Forrest Gump on that actor. Because then when you actually watch the film from where Tom Hanks started off, it's much more in tune with the little boy. So I just thought that was interesting. Mm, 1994, comedy drama. So it was from a novel, originally a novel written in the 80s by Winston Groom. So obviously in the novel, it was the story, but it didn't have all the political... Nuances. You know, new, like the backdrops, you know, the way mm. throughout the movie, it's like all the presidents. Oh, and well, I mean, that was kind of the icon, nearly one of the, it's probably the iconic thing about Forrest Gump, the idea that he was just placed in all these absurd political situations. Yeah. So even from the, or, yeah, even from the very... Great to Emma. Was it good? You have, oh, between this and that WhatsApp audio impression during the week... Of our mutual acquaintance, I this know. tea. It's good, isn't on it? On point. But they started getting the characters into the movie very early. So the whole story was that uh, Forrest Gump is like slow-witted, kind-hearted. That's how the character is described from Alabama. And it's just him and his mother. So when he's like slow-witted, I'm like, what's the story there? So basically, you see in the movie that he had an IQ of 75. So he went to, his mom was bringing him to school and the principal was like, your boy's slow. You know what I mean? And the mother who's played by Sally Field. Amazing. Yeah, she's, she's like, amazing. there must be something we can do here. So do you remember the scene when Forrest oh, is out on the great. swing? And the mom is inside ra- mm-hmm. writing the principal to mm-hmm. get him into the school because the rule was they had to have an IQ of 80 or above yes. to enter mm. mainstream school. Mm. Or he'd have to be in the special class mm. and she didn't want that. And then he comes out of the house. And oh, he's I like, remember this. And he's your all... mama sure does care about your schooling, boy. And then he doesn't say anything. He's like, you don't say much. And then he starts going, uh, uh, he starts impersonating what Brilliant. he heard. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. But in a, it's kind of funny, like, in a way. But anyway, so he lives in the house with his mom, but she takes in lodgers. Mm. We're just told that Mr. Gump is on holidays. We never mm. know anything about him. And one of the people who comes to stay in their house is Elvis Presley. So even at the start of the movie, they're starting to like wedge these characters in. And supposedly because he had the caliper things on his legs, he taught him how to do the like Elvis. Yeah, you know. very funny. Yeah, 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 it's very clever. It made, do you know how much it cost to make? You won't know. 55 million, which I thought wasn't I much. I find it very hard to actually... I just find it, it's all, I mean, it's all relative, but I never know. Is that a little? Is that a lot? Well, to me now, I didn't See, think that was a lot. See, these insane budgets now, Emma. Like, everything's just completely blown out of proportion now. Yeah, well, this is back in 1984. In the 90s. Yeah. It's just to That's me. probably a lot and of money in 1994, though. You know, like when Lieutenant Dang lost the legs. Do you remember when he gets yeah, up on the course. shrimp yeah. boat and the... Like that looks to me completely Re- real. Still really good. Yeah. So I was like, when I heard 55 million, I was like, oh. 
It made um, 677.9 million at the box office. And it, yeah, not bad. Not bad. And yeah. it won, obviously, loads of Academy Awards. And Tom, slip sliding, slipping and diving, wind your neck back in. He did win the Oscar. I know he gave eight to about Winona, but he did. Well, he's won too many Tom Hanks. How many has he no, won? No, he's only won two. And that's only that's his last one. He hasn't won one what since. What was the one previous, Big? It's Philadelphia. Yes. Okay. But is he not nominated all the time? Is he a bit of a Meryl Streep? He must have been nominated, yeah, because that was the last time he won. Okay. So he's had the oh, two. Oh, right. Okay. I've yeah. had more recently. I thought he'd actually had more as well. But I don't know. Um, the boy actually who played him, sorry, was Michael Connor Humphreys. Just giving him a shout out because I don't want him to listen to it and say, Jesus, they never even mentioned my fucking name. Um, now, I want to move on to Jenny, the character of Jenny. But she was the one who was, more, I mean, Jenny the was the more interesting character. Yes. Yeah, so obviously the whole story goes that they, it was the scene on the bus. Mm. So he gets on the school bus. Oh, my heart breaks. And just he's ca- he's things on his leg. And even the the woman driving the bus, the bus driver's like, you know, this is the school bus, don't you? And he's like, I'm forced. I'm forced. My forced. I'm forced. Come. And no one wants to let him sit. Sort of. And then Jenny s- you says. You can sit here if you want. Yeah. Well, you can sit down or not. And he sits down. And they start chatting. So they're friends. But then obviously... Jenny seems to have quite a troubled existence because the dad is not a nice dad. I don't know what to talk yeah, about, Yeah, let's just I've frame watched, it in that way and move on. I've watched all the clips. So childhood friends. But there's a scene in... Oh, more beer. Because... <laughs> Shane, for God's sake. <laughs> it's it's yes, Jane, it is a different episode. It's I bloody t- dare you. Emma, it's ten in the morning. For <laughs> God's sake, is he? Isn't he taking the boys to football in an hour? I just can't do it anymore. Anyway, so don't, do don't go all Jenny from Forest Gump, okay? Yeah. In the fields, pray with me, Forest. Pray with me. <laughs> Stay a little bit longer, Forest, please. So he's absolutely in love with her from the get-go. But now, in fairness to her, she is really Lovely nice to him. him. And her, yeah. her advice to him is when he's getting bullied by people, she's wrong, Flores, wrong. But there's that moment where, um, you know, oh, you know, she's like, it's, it's it's so sad when she's singing with the guitar. So she's in the strip club and he's he like, talks about how she's living her dream. Mm. And then all the guys are like, you know, take it off or whatever. And then he gets really mad and he goes onto the stage and scoops her up and she gets really annoyed at him for ruining she often, her moment. She does this throughout the movie because then there's another <laughs> scene where she's hanging out with the Black Panthers, obviously, and she's with some boyfriend and he slaps her. And Forrest again loses the head and starts baiting into your man. And again, <gasps> again, she's a forest stabber. Forrest, leave me alone. Bit of that, yeah. But in that. Family Guy, they talk about how Jenny treats Forrest like absolute shite. And she's not, she's basically, they're just saying in this Forrest, or this is Family Guy, not me. They're basically saying that Jenny doesn't ride him until she has AIDS and she's dying. And then she gives him a pity ride. <laughs> And then she'll only marry him when she's dying. Well, when you fra- yeah, to be fair, when you put it like that, doesn't write him till she has AIDS. <laughs> He's not her first choice. 
No. And she, like, when she's pure dying when she marries him. But I do, I do love that moment though when, um, do you know what I mean? After like, the show just... where she says to him, when he says, I'm going to Vietnam. And then she tells him, that's when she says, You just run. And he don't did just be, run. Don't try to be brave. Don't try to be brave. <laughs> you just run for us. You hear me? And then she says to the truck driver, because I just remember, you know, as a young person watching it, it's so bizarre the things that register with you. But I just remember watching it with my family and that mm. sex scene, which is it even a sex scene? Like she, she just takes off the nighty. And I just remember absolutely cringing with my parents. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, this is too Because much. there's the other scene where she visits him in college. And she takes off her bra. Oh, yeah. And she puts his hand. I think you it's just on her. You ever been with a girl? Yeah. That was bitchy. Because, come on, we all know the answer to that one. sad girls in my home class all the time. I mean, no, that was... I went a bit at Mice and Men there, didn't I? That was... <laughs> Lenny. That was... Don't even mention that. I... Uh, yeah, no, that was bitchy of her, to be fair. Yeah. we all know the came, answer to that question. He came. And he said, I think I'm after ruining your... A uh, roommate's bathrobe. And she's like, I didn't like her anyway. So he came. Um, oh my God, that actually went over my head. Yeah. He came? Yeah, because he's... <laughs> but, um... Yeah. I should... No, the, but the moment I was going to say that register with me that stuck out just as bizarre. Like, I couldn't get my... Just an anomaly <laughs> was when she's, like, naked and she's got this trench coat on after this after the strip The card scene. thing, yeah. And you really focus in on the strip This is what I mean. And when she's getting into the into the truck, and she's hitch hitchhiking, and he's and the truck driver's like, "Where are you, where are you going?" And she's like, "I don't care." And I was like, "Well, that's hardly go to a Penny's. workable plan." Yeah, go to Penny's big with your knickers a for a starter. Ten year old, I was like, "You gotta know where you're going. <laughs> you must have some idea." And there I was oh. saying, how is she going to pay for this lift? She's got no money. She's naked. How will she pay for this ride? Like, it just, it's not making any sense. Julie, oh, so look, we all love Jenny. She was great, but she was a bit of a fucking bitch to Forrest. Let's be fair about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but sorry, did, Forrest would have been a bit of a bitch. Sorry, do you think you would have been a good friend to Forrest no. as teenage Emma? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I mean, it's so ridiculous, isn't it? You know, I feel the narrative for me now, the story is too forced in a way. Like, looking back now, it's a bit cringe the way they just wedged in every fucking American reason. Well, I mean, every fucking hysterical moment. I think it would be great if you had, if you had a hangover and you had your period. I like you'd watch it. Oh yeah, but I think it would really do you the world. I think it'd be very cleansing. You'd like, you'd shed a few tears. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously the I, man I, dies in it. Jenny dies in it. He finds that he has a son. Do you remember? I love when he. I love when he. Uh, when he lets. When he brings the son to the school bus. Oh, I know. Well, that's okay. So the son. You know who the son is. Of your man. What's his name? Give me the name. Haley. Your man Joel. from the Sixth Sense. Osmond. Yes, yeah. I knew something. You know though. The cutest kid, I think, ever. Yeah. And he just, uh, it's be- especially the scene when he's getting on the bus, because it's the same bus that he got. It's the same bus driver. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. 
thread, comedic thread, yeah. yeah. And, he's, and he's about to say to him, don't do something or whatever. And he just says to him, I love you. And he turned out, I love you too. I mean, if you don't... And it's the thing of like him minding the dad and the dad minding him and yeah. Yeah. But Jenny still has AIDS, like, you know what I mean? She's dead, I know, but dead of AIDS. Like, it's just not... It's, it's like, the only real emotional response... She him. She marries him to die so he can look after as well. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... And then he bulldozes her back. No, but doesn't she contact him when she's working as a waitress? And then he comes yeah. to meet the little boy. She basically, he comes to meet her that day. She tells him that he has a son who's five years old. His name is as well. And that's well, there's no denying the paternity yeah, once he heard the child was called Forrest. They're chilling in the playground and they're sitting on the park bench the same day. She then drops the bombshell gun and... The doctors don't know what it is. A fucking forest. Like, wouldn't you just slap him? I'm trying to tell you a fucking AIDS forest. Jesus. I'll take care of my house. You forest all of us. She's like, okay, Grant. So she nips off to the house. Sorry, are we not Team Jenny? What's going uh, we on are. here? No, we are. But, like, I think I'm just... She got away with murder, like... She got away with murder before. She didn't get away with AIDS, Emma. She didn't get away with AIDS. But, like, he was loaded. Uh, listen, I think it's safe to if say I she wasn't some... with him for the money. Yeah. But, um, no, it's just, look, she got away with murder. But, um, yeah, she, she but goes she's back, iridescent she in that film. Yeah, and, you know, she plays the character. She's so She bored. asks Tom Hanks, I think... You know, just even in the rehearsal me, scene, she was still completely in the character, and you could just like when she hugs Forrest, you can even like see the warmth in her eyes. It's just unbelievable. The other bit was when I have to watch this. It's very good. I just yeah, found it really interesting. I'm and a big then, fan of Robin Wright, anyway. And then <laughs> I am. I yeah, love no, her. I know. She's great in House I of just, Cards. Anytime someone says her name, all I can think of is Robin Thicke. That I just have to. I have a little giggle in my own brain. But when Haley comes in to do his little bit, you can you can feel the energy that everyone in the room is just like, oh my god, this kid is amazing. And Tom Hanks, he, he's totally charmed by the kid. He's just uh, there's something really special about mm. him. When ha- um, Forrest Junior and Jenny Junior are acting. Mm. Oh, you don't ask him. So obviously they had a great acting coach that were able to bring that on and whatever and have them looking fantastic in the movie. But they were just like the kids. Well, I mean, sure, even like... Whatever the lines were flat and just like whatever. Hayley, what's his second name? Joelle, is it? Hayley something Osmond? Oh yeah, so but like even in the sixth sense, I mean that to get that kind of performance from a child, yeah, it is next level. So he's been but he's kind of gone to shit, hasn't he? No, no, he's been in Silicon Valley. He's he was really good He's got the chunky. I'm sorry, is this a show? I thought you were talking about he's living in Silicon Valley. No, no. It's I was like, is he working in tech or what's going on? Okay, he's in a show. Okay. Okay. 
Well, he was kind of too gold, really, as an actor to fall by the wayside. You know, he's I too... Mean, My issue with Forrest Gump, though, I think the whole forced narrative of let's just be really funny and look at all these major American moments and wedge them into this film. I mean... Then, of course, the whole thing is the movie is said that he's sitting at a bus stop. That's him waiting to go meet Jenny. Yeah. And that's the box of chocolates or whatever. Then it turns out he doesn't need to get a bus. It's just down the road. But in fairness, if he started talking to me at the bus stop, I was just like, you'd want to fuck off, love. The headphones would be in and straight off. And I never off. got the life is like a box of chocolates because everyone knows that the box of chocolates, like, just read the picture, you know, when it's going to be. I know. Pink wrapper. There's no way of me discerning what flavor there is. There is. Just look at the lid. And then when he, by the time he got to Jenny's, he had eaten a few of them as well. There's nothing worse than a half-eaten box of chocolates. Speaking of Haley Joel Osmond, I think it's time to go because I see two little boys behind the door. Oh yeah, here's a child coming. I think they're going into their daddy, are they? Tell me, I think with Paris Gump though, was he just playing his character in Bake? Bit of that? I think, honestly, I think what he was doing is that he spent time with the Forrest Junior actor. Okay. And basically just became, became that character. And just became what he thought that that okay. kid would be like as an adult. Oh, Jesus. What I <laughs> Honestly. Well, you know. I know what you mean. Far, but okay, so you would you were you'd be impressed by his performance. He well, look, he couldn't. It was uh, well no, acted, no, 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 because even like when I was looking back at this now, I was I, I was completely lost now. But I know what you mean. Like the scenes where he meets so you know the scene like where he meets JFK mm. and it's because at that stage it's the football team, I think, is the reason why he's meeting JFK. It I like it is a kind of a bit humorous, but then it kind of uh, you know, it does just distract away from the actual thing. That's what I mean. It's a bit yeah. gimmicky. Yeah, it is a, a bit, bit gimmicky. So I do find, so, and I found the Elvis one, if I'm being honest, I did find that, like, just, oh, come on. Like, the kids, after teaching them, the, like, the Elvis dance, that were telling me. And even, I think, you know, me. even the way they just have to just round it all up with a lesson about AIDS at the end. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I know. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, too much, like... Tick in the boxes. I know. So obviously Jenny... And you see, it's the other... she die of AIDS? Okay, we've officially covered the 20th century. Like but then you see the thing is that she's on drugs and she gets pregnant with Forrest's child. But yet he doesn't but, have AIDS. But he doesn't have AIDS. But then within that time, within five years, she gets clean gets a job is she she seems to be a nurse now she's a waitress or she's <laughs> <laughs> emma always just presumes uniform nurse okay she's a waitress oh, i did look i did pass Listen, maths for the leaving i did pass you, maths for the leaving it's just you did the research <laughs> i did the research guys now why are you saying it's not believable well yeah is any of it fucking believable though? The whole thing's fucking absurd. <laughs> but I just feel like if I was in Jenny's position, I was seeing Miel Mucker Forrest, who was my biggest fan on the telly, I think I would have contacted him sooner about the fact that I was prego. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But is that the is that the final bit where we're shown like 
how much Jenny actually loved Faris that she didn't want to burden him with it? I would like to think so. Is that what I, we're yeah, going to say? I'm happened? team Jenny. Yeah. I think Sally she was Field. like, I got myself into this mess. It's up to me to get myself yeah. out of it. And of course, then Sally Field and Jenny. And hang on, what what would you say? Jenny. No, Jenny. No, that's brilliant. Yeah, well done. <laughs> it's it's deeper it's more with the mouth or the lip but they're obviously both buried outside his house then as well in the garden at the tray i mean how do we feel about that well i suppose it's like when your cat dies you're gonna bury it in the garden aren't you I don't know with humans judy stan like when stan (gasps) goes do you want to tell your story about stan we nearly lost Stan dog. So Stan is the little dog. And he was, he got out. And he's often, Julie, as you know, he'd run out into the driveway and he'd just be calling back in. But I think the door was closed and we didn't know. But he still would just hang around the road. Went out, nothing. So I stayed inside because someone had to mind the children. And Jane and Ella went out looking for him. Couldn't find him anywhere. And then when he didn't come back the next morning, I was actually really worried. Because, you know, that he's small. I was like, mm. he's been on over. Of a thing. I was like, oh, my God, this is bad. This is really, really bad. I got a phone call. I was like, at this stage, where it's posters. Mm-hmm. It's posters. Like, um, got a phone call from the DSPCA. Someone had found him. And then the guy got in touch. But we had him microchipped. But our old address was on. The guy went to the old address and then came to the new address. Like, really nice guy. He had, Stan had slept in his porch overnight. So, just woke up with... Do you know imagine what? waking it was up just with Stan like, in your porch. Oh God. I've had some bad mornings. <laughs> Stan in my porch would be up there. Yeah, so the GSPCA only opens at 11. So, I think For I got... sake, GSPA, what are you doing? charity organization Judy maybe if you gave a little bit more they'd be able to do more um but no, he was, got the phone only... call of five past 11 or something so I'd say he was straight up there like waiting for the place Bless to open him. isn't that so sweet what's yeah. the name of that guy Keen but I you see now it took now, you now. a minute to think of that one but so anyway. well, you know we thank named. you Keen see I wasn't actually in the house because I was off at a month's mind in Athlone Okay, so comedy podcast. Sorry, anyway. No, do you know that kind of way? So I, know, I couldn't I look know. for the dog. I was like, oh, well, we have to go off in the car. So I didn't actually get to meet the fellow, but I did have wine and chocolate for him. Nice, yeah. So at least. Yeah. But sure, he called to the door. Ella said he was only a young fella. Isn't that just so lovely that yeah. a young fella would go to those I extraneous wa- lengths to return the dog? Yeah, I knew he was now when... Um, uh, even on the phone, I knew he was young. Yeah. But like some people might just kind of shoo the dog away or I don't tell the dog to like go home or whatever I don't yeah they might do that I mean I don't think there would have been a danger of someone keeping Stan but <laughs> but I have to say on your Instagram story when I saw he was missing I did genuinely feel sad when I saw his little mm. face growling up in his last poster well, missing so- poster and then yeah. I did feel relief when in the next Instagram story you were like oh yeah casual oh yeah by the way we found him like I was very happy to hear he was back and that was great news but I would have been very upset for his mother because obviously our other dog is his mother so she would have been distraught Twiggy. I don't yeah. I think she would have oh, I think she would have I don't think she ever would have gotten over it well like boo you know the cutest dog in the world the pomeranian who yeah. died and they yeah. said it was because his brother died and he just died of a broken heart yeah 
My grandparents, they died within six days of each other. On that note, I'm, <laughs> I've been Jeannie Jay. I've been Emma Doran. Talk to you next week, guys. Keep us in your prayers. Please, God, thank you. Why do you keep ending religiously? I'm the candle lighter here. I'm getting the prayers off the listener. Thank you. Talk to you next week, guys. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.